up? It's your boy, DJ Lex Guevara, and I'm here with my co-host, the one and only Franco LaFresh. Franco LaFresh, nevertheless, still nevertheless. one of the best painters that you know. That's right, dude. Hey, so what's going on, man? Hey, we took a break last week. Yeah, you know, um, <clears throat> I had to step out to, uh, well, we all had a little something going on. Yeah, right? we did. Everybody had something. We yeah. had uh, Mahiko go to uh, Mazatlan. That's right. Uh, and the Benny one, baby, it's happy birthday. Celebrate. How old are you now, Benny? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. How old is he? You got to be like 40, 42? Man, I don't know. He looks young. No, he's, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. We miss you. Um, matter of fact, you're not, he's, the Benny one's not here today, and neither is El Magico. Yeah. So we're switching up the vibe here a little bit at uh, Lex B. Frank. Yep. We're just going to kind of uh, reflect. Mm-hmm. Shoot the shoot a little bit. Shoot the shit. Shoot the shoot. Yeah, and um, just talk, man, and reflect about, uh, I think this is going to be show number 10. I think so. Whoa, man, we got to celebrate. Time Dude. to pop open another bottle of tequila. We'll do that in the next show. No, no tequila this time around. Uh, we're actually we're actually drinking, uh, having a beer. Yeah, just keeping and, it cool, keeping it light. And, uh, you know, good choice, man. I know you're, you're quite the connoisseur. Um, he brought over, I, I, everybody knows I like my lagers and my tequila. That's about it. You know, my Mexican beer. So, yeah. so I might do Stella or 805 from here and there. Modelos. Modelos, of course. So the, uh, you brought in these Sierra Nevadas. And I was like, damn, another IP. I can't stand it. I don't like IP. I used to drink IPAs. I can't do IPAs. The, the regular ones are, right? The regular Sierra Nevadas are yeah, IPAs, Yeah, those are IPAs. <clears throat> and uh, so you, you bought and this shit. anyways, uh, the Oktoberfest 2019 Sierra Nevada beer. Yeah, these are actually pretty good. Out of Chico, California, the Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Yeah, they teamed up with, with Bitburger Brewery. I don't know who they are, but hey, the beer came out pretty good. No, this is real good beer. Yeah, it, and, and, well, and the only reason why I picked it up is because it said fourteen. They got me. They got me because they said fourteen ninety nine on sale for nine ninety nine. I was like, okay, hey, that's a deal. We got to buy it. Yeah, man. And it's yeah. really tasty, Oktoberfest. It's uh, a lot of fucking flavor. I like it. It's yeah. pretty freaking good. It's smooth. Good. It is. It doesn't have that harsh uh, beer taste that the other Sierra Nevadas uh, I'm used to drinking. <laughs> no, for real. That's, those are the IPAs. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I'm not a big IPA guy. I but, can't uh, do them anymore. But this is good, man. Oktoberfest 2019. It's in a baby blue and gold uh, packaging. Yep. And uh, try it out, man. Yeah, you guys got to try it. It's pretty good. I like it. And we're going to do another taste test today, too. Uh, we <laughs> we were in line, and, oh, I, right. and I picked up these uh, M&Ms. And uh, the reason why I picked them up is because they're Mexican jalapeno peanut M&Ms. So we're going to try these out, see how these taste. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. Let me check out the packaging, man. So it's a dark green package. It says M&Ms. I love M&Ms with almonds, but these are Mexican jalapeno <laughs> peanut. peanut. <laughs> It's I, right. I've never even would have never even imagined they that they got the that little dude on the uh, the M and M guy holding a bunch he of chi- a- he's he's got a sombrero on he's oh, holding he up some chiles too. Oh, All right, man, here bust them open. Let's try these out. Man. Let's try these right now. Yeah. Okay. Not? Cool. Sure. With the beer. With the beer. He does have a sombrero. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's cool though. So yeah, tell me, you went to. Oh yeah, I went to uh, Mexico City. Yeah, I went and uh, I went out there to get inspired. Actually, my friend Eric Almanza, uh, shout out to him. He's um, out of uh, Long Beach, my homie, uh, part of a group called Chicanillo that he helped or he actually put together, uh, including uh, me. Uh, it's Eric Almanza, myself, Francisco Franco, and um, and the homie Sergio Teran. <clears throat> 
He's out of Los Angeles as well. Shout out to him. Um, what we what brought us together actually was um, as as a group, the Chicanillo group. Was we knew each other and uh, well, I knew um, Eric Almas. Me and him went to Cal together back in the Cal days. That's a whole other story. That's a whole another episode. Wait, you went to Cal, Berkeley. Yeah, I went oh, to yeah, Cal yeah, Berkeley. Right. So did he. I was so we Cal met Poly. there. We've been homies ever since, man. Cool. Um, he was in my wedding, you know, so we, we homies. And then uh, Sergio Tehran, I went to school at, uh, in New York when I was getting my master's at the uh, New York Academy of Art. She was part of the, uh, she was uh, one of the students there and uh, she introduced me to her, who was her boyfriend, who was now her husband. Mm-hmm. Badass Chicano artist, man, Sergio Tehran, shout out. But anyways, back to going to Mexico City. <clears throat> Eric Almanza uh, got a grant to, uh, you know, do something, uh, anything, I think pretty much anything he wanted, but he chose to, Keep it on the border topic. You know, immigration is a big deal right now. Maybe. And uh, we've had shows that are kind of like, you know, we're anti kind of Trump, uh, pro uh, or even pro immigration, at least dealing with the topics. <clears throat> so anyways, he wanted to go to Mexico. He invited me to go. I kicked down a little cash for the for the uh, plane ticket. Uh, I made time to go. Basically, went out there to get inspired, man, soak up the culture. Nice. We stayed at an Airbnb um, right in uh, El Zocalo, right there by the yeah. uh, by the temple, man, uh, the Temple Mayor, which is the major temple right. in Mexico City that used to be there. There's a they actually built a cathedral. The Spanish did on top of that. Uh, temple using the same stones. It's incredible, man. Really, taking the stones from the from the uh, this is, is from the this, pyramid is and building a Catholic church, big giant Catholic church. Crazy. Oh hey, and it's sinking. <laughs> the church is sinking. I'm, I'm I'm trying out these. Um, what do you think? I don't know. I can't taste the cheetah. No, neither could I. But it's gonna hit you at the end. Maybe I gotta eat a green one. <laughs> Well, actually, there it is. I told you it's oh, going to hit you at the end, but it, it's not really that hot. But you know what, man? They're whack. <laughs> They're hella whack, dude. They taste like regular M&Ms with like a little cake. No, just imagine. Um, damn, what is that? I know, I know, there. I know. People will like it if they don't eat chili, because then so? they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to be like, oh my support? god, this shit is spicy, and it's not spicy, dude. Dude, it's like um, I ate a lot of hot sauce. It's, like a, a it's like a medicine or chemical. I can just yeah. feel it burning my neck. Yeah. Like it's slightly like a tingle, like it's, it's like mace, like halls. <laughs> yeah, mentholatums. No, <laughs> mentholatums. <laughs> Fomenta, fomentholatums. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they're they're all right. I dude. feel like I hey for fifty. I don't know they're not fifty five cents, but for a dollar, they're cool. Okay, well you know or whatever. M and M's, try them out. Yeah. Whatever, no big deal. Yeah, we're not impressed. So. Hey, not impressed at all. Jalapeno peanut, <laughs> whatever. Right. It's like Taco Bell M&M's or something. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> tastes mild. Like, tastes like the sauce from the Taco Bell sauce. You know how it burns a little bit? The burns, mild like taco a, like sauce a, or the super spicy one? Because that you know super what it spicy tastes one like? is not even hot. It tastes like a little mace. Like they put a drop of mace <laughs> on each one of these. I'm not joking. Because it's not chili. It's just some, like, some chemical that's burning my mouth. Yeah. Hot oh, peños. Anyway, I'm still eating them. Cause We're hungry. I love M&M's. <laughs> no. With um, peanuts. I take those to the movies. Mm-hmm. Bag of popcorn, a little bag of popcorn and soda, and M and M's in your in your coat pocket. Yeah, usually I gotta sneak them in because those, those bags are expensive. With them, you spend forty bucks on. Dude, it's like going to Disneyland, right? Dude, it's expensive to go to a movie. No, hell yeah, it's been expensive for a long time. Those snacks, man. Speaking of Disneyland, did you hear what happened with Sony? Spider Man and Spider Man in Disneyland. No, but I heard about it, but I don't know what happened. I try to figure it out, but I didn't get it. So I guess Sony, Sony and uh, Disneyland have decided to go their separate ways. Sony's going to keep the rights for Spider Man as they were, but they were working together to do a uh, to do all those uh, Avenger movies. Mm-hmm. 
And those are billion dollar money making movies. Oh yeah, and they're going to continue to make billions. Exactly, except with the exception <laughs> of uh, Spider Man. Why? Because they couldn't come up with a deal. I guess Disneyland wanted fifty percent. Them and Marvel. Right. Disneyland Marvel wanted fifty percent of all the of all the uh, Spider Man stuff. All the Spider. Well, not Spider Man stuff, the but all the money. All right. the money. And, and uh, Sony said, "Nah, we'll give you five percent." So they can come up with an agreement, and they are now not working. Five percent to put them in their movie, and they only get five percent. But they, but but they finance the movie, right, Disney? Yeah. <clears throat> well, no, they they both put them in the movie, and they figured out, man. Either way, it's going to be good. It's a lot of money involved. People ain't going to lose their money. Except Spider Man's not going to be in it. Man, you know what? It's too much, anyways. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For real. I mean, they already made their zillion dollars. I know. Trillion, whatever. Now so they can just bury them. They can just they can do whatever, and they're going to make. A chunk of money, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, nah, so, okay, I get it. Um, that's weird, though, huh? Because Marvel is all, like, Spider-Man, right? Yep. I mean, uh, right, And but yet Disney owns Marvel, yeah. but they don't own Spider-Man. Right. Sony owns Spider-Man. Does Marvel still own Spider-Man? Nope. So Marvel can't make a movie? Nope. Right, because Marvel's Disney now, right? Yep. That's so weird. So they just sold them. <laughs> I guess it's like selling cars, right? It's like selling cars. You didn't buy the rest of the lot. You bought the car. You didn't buy the lot. Exactly. Got it. Okay, I got that. I got that kick at the end. It's weird, right? It's like um, it's <laughs> oh, like they put like just mace, like it's a mace. little, like a little bit of mace. Not mace, mace. Um, yeah, not mace, mace. No mace. Talk about like <sighs> kind of the police like to spray in people's faces. Anyways, um, so um, so we wanted to reflect, man, on on what we've uh, accomplished so far. Yeah. So let's talk about. Let's let the public know. I mean, we we, we did say at the beginning that we, this was going to be a journey. Yeah. It already has been, right? It's been a real beautiful journey. We've had to um, mm. um, think about certain things, right? It's forced us to think about certain things. It's certain. It's forced me to. Uh, look up and research more things. That's for sure. To and know what I'm talking about, yeah. and not only that, to confirm. You know, you don't want to say something. And and this is a growing thing with with you and I. I think it is right because mm-hmm. uh, we're going to change our opinions as the show goes. Always, whatever we said at the beginning is not necessarily the views we're going to hold later on. And um, it's not about us uh, giving you guys and forcing information down your throat or what you're trying. We're just giving you guys a perspective. You got and for you guys to. Think for yourselves, like yeah. what these things are and what these things that we're, you know, these ideas that we're presenting and the kinds of things we've been, you know, contemplating in the show. A lot of, a lot of it has been about identity, right. what it means to be American. Um, again, we didn't want to make this a Latino show, but you got two Mexican Americans <laughs> exactly. um, that were, you know, born and raised here. Yep. And uh, we do have a particular perspective, <clears throat> and it's interesting that it comes up. We shouldn't even be having to think about certain. Uh, certain of these topics but this is the times we're in man and they're contentious man and you know what to me it's gonna it's it's good man because it's, it's again it's forcing us to kind of rethink and, and actually think about where it is where we're from uh what we're about yeah. um you know those kinds of things but you know through it all we keep it positive man and we we try to have fun and we've been having fun on the show it's definitely been fun it's been really fun especially when we get hammered Oh yeah, we need to go so that's so we we, we huddle slow up. down. We slow down a lot. We huddle up after every show, and we say, "Okay, what could Lex be frank to? <laughs> let's be frank, and let's what what can we what can we do to make Lex be frank uh, better? You yeah, know, or yeah. what can we improve on? And you know, we've learned some things along the way already. We've learned that uh, it don't take much to get drunk off tequila. I don't know. You can get five or six people hammered in about thirty you know, seconds. Thirty seconds fast. <laughs> Um, so we kind of cut back on that. Um, we're still, you know, 
doing that. We've, we've uh, upgraded our, our um, thanks to El Magico, we've El upgraded our uh, technical capabilities. We sound a lot better, right? We sound a lot cleaner. Those are things that we had to learn to deal with. Yeah. And uh, again, we're not getting paid to do this. We're doing this out of the, uh, you know, just for fun of it, man. We want to take you on a ride you yeah. know, with us. That's been a consistent thing. And get to hang out with us and, and we get to hang out with you in that way. Yeah. Um, and we just want to thank all the people who've been giving us feedback. Uh, who've been giving us, you know, give us a rating, man. If you guys hear from us, man, let us know what you guys think, man. We're, we we want to get better. Mm-hmm. We're your show, you know, and that's what we're here to do, man. And and we need you guys as much as, you know, you guys hopefully enjoy hearing us. Yeah. And uh, so let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you guys think we can improve. We definitely are planning to get some uh, some females in here because yep. we've been a little bit uh, male-centric. Yep. Right? And uh, we don't have a problem with that. We're dudes. We're hanging out. Again, we kind of just do this to, to hang out. And, and, you know, we don't have a lot of the free time we used to have. Yeah. Right? We both have children, little daughters. And, you know, it's, it's an excuse for us to hang out with people that we like to have. But we definitely want to get the ladies' opinion in here. We want to get, uh, you know, we want to get a diverse group of I guess we did interview some people. We interviewed a bunch of ladies on the 4th of July. 4th of July. But we never had like a... A guest. a guest to be right. in the studio and right. be like, "Hey, what's up? Exactly. You know, let's let's hear your story." Um, th- but we want to do that. We and we will do that actually because uh, we we have some stuff planned for the future. Um, and we both have wives that listen to the show. You know, we want to keep them. You know, they give us a lot of inspiration and a lot of ideas. Right? They're, right. They're, they they they've given us a female perspective. Right? Always. And uh, we're open to any perspectives again because we're a perspective. You know, and we're hoping you guys are open to us. But definitely want to get the, uh, some f- uh, female guests. If you guys know anybody who maybe you guys want to yeah, hit us up. shoot our way, hit, hit us, us up, up on at the- LexBeFrank at gmail.com. There it is. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, uh, LexBeFrank. You can hit us up on Facebook. We have a fan page, LexBeFrank, and that's L-E-X-B-E-F-R-A-N-K. LexBeFrank. You know? LexBeFrank. Uh, people love that name, by the way. I know, man. That's Everybody's so- like, dude, that's a that's, that's so cool. And I'm like, oh, cool. Man. It's yeah, meant to uh, be, brother. It is. Just like this podcast man this was your inspiration we can talk more a little bit about that mm-hmm. this was your brainchild away you were working with your homeboy karma yeah. right i was a extra guest on that show i didn't ever think i was going to be having my you know hosting or working with one of these but um i thought i was always going to be the guest but worked out man i mean yeah. it's, and then you asked me you know you know, hey, if I do this, would you join? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll commit. You know, yeah, if yeah. I see your commitment, I'll, I'll commit. I can't put in the, the you're, you're doing all the editing, which has been great. Um, but that was awesome, man. And we just came together naturally, man. There was no like crazy pre-planning mm-hmm. or it was just like, hey, we always vibe. Let's just do this. And it's good energy. Dude. And it's good energy. Really course. good energy. And I think that's what the, the viewer, you guys out there vibe on the most or feel from our show. Yeah. And because of the guests too, they've been great too. Oh, dude. So tell me what, what are your favorite guests that we've had so far? On the show? Um, man, there, you know, I, I don't want to say one and not the other, but Richard was great. Of course, yeah. because he was my old mentor, but that was, that was right like at a the whole beginning. long day. Yeah, that, that was, was, that was really cool. Yeah, and it was fun. And, and there was a lot of other people. We got to hang out other students uh, yeah. that, that were, that were there with them. And that was awesome. Uh, but that one, I'm, I think that one was good, but I, you know, I love the one with Swaddle. That one was, and you know what? I think that one for me was one of my. And a lot of people comment too. I've heard people, hey, Swaddle, you know what I mean? Yeah, Swaddle's like, like he's got super fans. popular here. Yeah. And, and same with Richard. People came yeah. back and, oh, wow, you guys got to interview so and so and so. They loved his story. Yeah, they, they loved, loved And, and we actually, I actually just spoke with him. We're going to come back and talk about uh, some more of that spiritual 
Uh, what was it, the Nahuatl kind of spiritual? Or Saros. Well, no, no, Suaro, sorry. Yeah, Suaro, dude. Because <clears throat> he wants to, we're going to get into the spiritual side. Uh, I, I talked to my wife. She uh, mentioned how a lot of us Latino men don't really, aren't really in touch with our spiritual side, not yeah. necessarily, and are a little too macho sometimes to really want to talk about those things mm-hmm. and be open to those things. And so we thought it'd be good to get back into that right yeah. from that'll be another kind of i mean it could work for anybody but i think for men it's important uh to hear that kind of stuff right of course <clears throat> us meatheads right <laughs> um so we're, we're, we're definitely going to bring it back yeah and, and i can't wait you know that when we were talking about that man uh i was going through you know a little bit of a heartbreak because uh, I was talking about my boy Saul who passed right, away. Right, right, right. That was powerful. That was like that, 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 that show right there just kind of like open, opened. Uh, it just opened up a part of our heart, right? It opened up my chakras, bro. Right. Like seriously, no joke, man. It was just like I felt so good. Uh, I ended up tearing up a little bit, uh, maybe a lot of bit, because um, it it affected me a lot. Because uh, it was a good friend of mine, and you know he passed and. R.I.P. So that was kind of my, one of my favorite shows. No, no, that one was that one was, a, and you know what, man? That's the thing with Swaddle too. It's crazy. It's like he ends up, he ended up like I hired him. I think we talked about that yeah. to help me out. No, I mean we're homies and we help each other. He hires me, I hire him. Like we co-work, you know. But we always try to get each other in the mix, you know, just to work with each other, spend time. But he ends up being my spiritual guru, man. Dude, he's and cool. He, he, he gets me through, and, and we get into some deep stuff, man, without even trying. So, yeah. I could, yeah, that makes sense. How they were. Um, the show with GDJ, man, that was that uh, was a cool show, man. Definitely fun. Um, that was also fun. That brought a lot of people back. I've been getting a lot of, uh, yeah, we got a lot a lot of feedback, feedback on that one. Talking about, uh, oh, man, dude, I went through the same thing. And, you know, oh, the music and and the raves and all that good stuff. And I'm just like, that's cool. Yeah, that's super cool that everybody. Too. Yeah, dude. Yep. And yeah. I'm over here talking about home base. Like anybody knows what home base is. But that was bringing <laughs> millenn- me back. The millennials will never know. Oh, they will never know. But if you guys are listening, we'll let you guys know. That's How about that? That's that's what, and, and we're going to bring in other other. So we're going to continue along those lines. I mean, again, we're experimenting. We're we're touching on these different topics. We've been touching about a lot about art, right? Yeah. A lot about painting. Uh, we got we planning uh, bringing in some graffiti. Um, yeah, cats. We got Chef coming up soon. Uh, shout out to Chef. Him and I have been uh, keeping in touch. We're gonna do a show with him. He's well known in the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He did that whole mission mural, the one that has uh, it says mission. I think it was him and his brothers. Oh, okay, I know the one that looks like a postcard, right? The yeah, kind of style yeah, yeah, with yeah, the, with yeah. The big letters with the with the pictures has, inside. Okay, oh, dude, he did he Dope. did that. I think he did that with his brothers. Um, so we'll bring him on the on the show. Uh, he's starting up a clothing line too. Um, we'll talk about that, and we could also talk about how people are biting your shit and putting it on. Um, their clothes yeah. and fucking. You know what? I don't want to talk about that right now because uh, it, I, I get emotional. I get pissed off. Oh, and, I bet. But maybe I just, sometimes I just, just want to let it out. I just see uh, Tupac. I just imagine Tupac when he uh, caught those cats in New York selling his stuff on the street, and he just took a baseball bat to the table. <laughs> you know the story? <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, the story. well, it's, it's out there. Anyways, that's what I feel like doing, man. I just want to go to these stores and just start smashing windows, man. And I and I I'll go to jail. So. Can't you talk to him and be like, hey. No, no, I, I send out uh, cease and desist mm-hmm. letters. I have a lawyer who's actually my neighbor, mm-hmm. um, who's an awesome um, art lawyer, and uh, Bill Abbott. He's actually retired, but he st- comes out of retirement just to back me up on this stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have to do some more things uh, regarding copyrights. Like, I have to go and I have to take it to, to the next level. But either way, they uh, by law, they can't be 
Um, no, they're not supposed and, to. And because once you I, finish a piece of art, and you know, I I get it, man. You know, and a lot of the, it's not a corporations that have, but they're they're just these small time people, and I I get needing to make a living, but you can't be taken. Come with your own ideas, man. Like, like yeah. I had to struggle for this, man. I had to come up with my own ideas. I I, I went to school, man. That you you don't understand. I, I'm still paying my, you know, I still pay student loans. I still pay all that stuff, man. I'm still paying for my education. So for someone to come and just take these ideas that I sacrificed yeah. hard for and, and studied for and, and did all these things for, to go out there and just say, okay, here, I'm just gonna put, throw it on this and make make a bunch of money for myself. F that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not going to do that to me. And man. they don't even ask. And so I, I just have to pit bull on them. I, people, you know, I'm told by lawyers and other artists, you know, take it as a, as a compliment. Take it as a compliment. Yeah. I was going to ask you that too. <clears throat> and it is a way because it's like, wow. But after a while, that compliment starts to get a little too. Because um, you're not making anything. Yeah. And it's, it's tiring. I have to chase after people. And a lot of them get arrogant with me mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, like they try to play or they lie to me, which I, when I know they're bull faced lying, you know, because I'm not stupid. Right. <clears throat> and things like that, you know, that, that, that stuff um, is, is whack, you know what I mean? And But I got to keep doing it. I got to go after it. But it does suck up a lot of my time. And, I, I man, I, I'm, I got deadlines, man. I, I'm too busy to be going after or even have to pay other lawyers and stuff, you know what I mean, to, yeah. go, to go do all that. That's, that's Shit gets expensive. Exactly. So, But I, I'm on it, man. that's yours. <laughs> Just to, exactly, right? Just to protect what's mine. And the thing is... <clears throat> Like, you know, you know, just come up with something, man. You know, you don't have to be, don't, don't steal from people and don't think that you're not going to get caught. We're in the time of social media. I got lots of fans, man. My fans will go after you and they will humili- humiliate oh, yeah. you on that. social media. And if you're out in the business nowadays trying to, and a lot of these people are digital places, right? They're like right. Etsy or whatever the hell. Yeah. I'm constantly sending complaints to them. And the, all they do is, is um, you know, it's, it's just gets tiring, man. You know what I mean? I don't got time for it, man. Yeah. And I get angry again. See, here we go. I'm gonna get worked up. Hey. Gonna, I just need to take a take a have take another, a baseball bat like drink. like Tupac. <laughs> Damn, I wish I did. You actually give me that. There's a, that beer in the fridge. Yeah, I get it. Wait. No, see, that's what I'm talking about. They're driving me to drink now. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, man. You know, but smoke you know, a bowl, bro. Yeah, but you know God what? Damn. It's 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 cool, man. They um they um. You know, they, they, my fans, man, sometimes I feel bad for these guys, man, because it's like... They go, they're they go, the ones oh, with the they're bat. embarrassed. Yeah, exactly, man. And they, some of them, man, like in Texas and other states, and I got fans out there. They yeah. go, hey, man, you know, this store just opened up. It's like six blocks artwork. for me. I'll go over there and go talk to them for you. Go ahead, you know, but I have to, like, bring them back. Because a lot of times we'll solve the problem. Right. And people are, while it's being worked up about it, and... um you know, we'll solve the problem. And, and they're still getting attacked, you know, and these people are just finding out a week later, oh, what, that's whack, Frank. And they'll they'll go after these people, man. But don't humiliate, save yourself the humiliation, man. Save, don't be a hack, man. Once you're a hack, you're a biter. You guys know the streets, you guys. You Once you're a biter, once you're, I mean, I, I know I take ideas from popular culture, but I do something though, man. I flip it, turn it upside down, rub it down. Oh no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need a body bag, dog. <laughs> But anyways, when are we, when are we, and I just want to, I don't want you to get worked up. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm already flipping, rubbing it up. I know, dude. I'm right. like, oh shit. Well, what's happening here? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing's happening. But anyways, um, what's up? When are we doing chachos? Okay. So uh, that's another guy. We're going to interview the homie, um, George Sanchez, the um, restauranteer, entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Stinky ear, friend of mine, George Sanchez. <laughs> um, yeah, he's opening up Chachos in Midtown. Yeah. Uh, that's on the corner of Bascom and uh, San Carlos, uh, right next to the world-famous Pink Poodle in San Jose, Midtown, uh, San Jose. How's that world-famous? I don't even know about it. Because um, you haven't been to San Jose enough. You've been hanging out 
in uh, SF. Well, I've been in San Jose, dude. I used to go to Club Wild back in the day. Okay. Used well, to- <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take you. I'll take you to the Pink Poodle one of these days. If y'all remember Club Wild, that was pretty wild back then. What was that? That was in. That was over on uh, right across the street. Here in SF. Here in SF. No, 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 San Jose. Club Wild. Club, no, Wild. Wild. Yeah, Club Wild. How long was that? Who, dude? This is <coughs> back when. Man, I think it was like ninety four nine or one zero seven seven. Damn, wild one zero seven seven. Maybe that's what it's called, wild. Right? I mean, I think that's that what it's called, now. wild. No, I don't think or, it's wild anymore. But you know, back in the day, it was it was, was it like wild. a sixteen over, eighteen over. Because they said sixteen twenty one. I think it was twenty one. I hope it was twenty. You know, San Jose used to come out here. When I was like six teams cruise on out here, and dude. Um, San Jose used to be the spot. No, I know, bro. And I, I used to go to these 16 and over clubs, but there was 21 and over. <laughs> you can drink, right? So I used to go in there. I used to bring markers with me, and I would I would get the stamp. One, but My friends would have the stamp, and yeah. I would copy the stamp onto me. You would draw the I stamp? I would draw the stamp, because I had different color markers, just in case. <laughs> my part. I'm an artist. I carry markers with me. <laughs> no, and I'd make a stamp and rub it, kind of make it look I thought you were going to tell me something cool where you were, like, no, tagging dude, on the walls or no, something. No, no. I mean, dude, I was, man, dude, I, I, that's how I would get my beers. So I'd get there. I'd. Oh, you were 16. I, yeah, I put a stamp on Oh, my on bad, dude. Yeah, I don't I know if you were thinking that you were 20. Uh, I thought you were 21 carrying markers. No, like, man. <laughs> and, um, and uh, well, that's why I was carrying markers. Get it? So. <laughs> that's anyway. awesome. And uh, I would, I would if you wanted a, if you wanted a stamp, yeah. you had to, uh, I would draw it on you, but you had to buy me a drink. That's what's up. So, you know, I'd just go to San Jose and be 16, stupid, getting drunk in San Jose. Dude, I used to get drunk. When dude, I was by the time I was 21, I didn't even want to go to bad. clubs anymore. I was I was already partying so so. I was so already in the club scene that. Bro, I was partying up until I was 39. I'm 41 now. Oh, I know. I mean, me too. I'm not saying it. I don't really end it, but I'm saying that it, I started really young, man. You know what I mean? I was already. By the like way, I was 21 when I was 16. And speaking of clubs, we're gonna have DJ Lando up in the up in the studio too. Where, where's he? Where's he DJ out of? Where's he out of? Oh, dude, he DJs everywhere. He's is he like Lando Calrissian? Lando? Oh, uh, what? Like Lando Calrissian? What's that? Dude, come on. Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian, Cloud City. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hold up. Oh, wrong one. There you go. My bad. <laughs> Cloud City, bro. Lando. Lando Calrissian. Dude. <laughs> I don't know what that is, dude. The guy that betrayed Han Solo, bro. Oh, Damn. I'm thinking of artists, dude. That's why I was like, I didn't know Lando what it was. Calrissian. Yeah, now I now I know what you're talking about. Does he wear about. a cape, like like a half cape? Yeah, but he didn't call himself Lando Calrissian. They called him Lando. Why was he called Lando? You said because Lando. of Lando Calrissian. Okay, that's my question. Yeah, okay, my bad. Did he wear a short cape? Uh, God. I, I'm. Anyway, Star Wars. My bad. My bad, guys. You ready up. for those? Because I've been throwing them out all the time, bro. I was thinking of artists, <laughs> not, not Star Wars. George Lucas is an artist. He is an artist. Probably the greatest artist of alive, living artist. I would argue. You think so? Yeah, I would argue that. Really? Greatest. The greatest. The greatest artist? artist? The greatest living artist, because art, what art is changes like what the medium is, but right. right now we live in the time where film, I mean, it's a natural progression, right? Painting, drawing, it didn't move. They try to like make things feel like they move, like right. futurism and all that. Would you say, but they he actually was, made it move with film, and so it's like it's like being a painter with them. Um, but he was the movie, greatest artist, art artist of his time, Who? right? Lucas? George Lucas, yeah, he, he's alive right now, right? Uh, but of his time from like the seventies, yeah, late seventies, yeah, eighties, yeah. but, right? but yeah, and, and his influences. Oh yeah, is, it is. is everywhere. I mean, even that, those that's, little those little 
books that came out, those Star Wars books that came out with the little um, with the illustrations in them. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like like the, with the ships and shit. Yeah. With yeah. the with the with the like um, the X ray. I mean, what do you call that? Like they do in medical books, right? But it's right. but it's like the X wing fight or whatever, some kind of ship, right? And they go, that's straight out of Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. So he kind of even even with those things, he brought that back to life. You know what I mean? Even ideas from the Renaissance, uh, just the mythology, man, everything about it, man. To me, like Michelangelo had um, and Leonardo, they had uh, um, Dante's Inferno. They had uh, yeah. what's his name, man? I'm not even gonna remember um, the uh, writer Dante. Dante, yes, the writer Dante, the uh, Florentine. Uh, what was it? 14th century, 13th century. Anyways, doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> he wrote uh, Dante's Inferno, which influenced Michelangelo, the humanism that was involved in, influenced Michelangelo, all the artists that were out uh, during that. Even even just bringing focus back and attention back to the human form again right. was all part of that. Um, what he inspired. But anyways, um, Michelangelo had basically he would brag about how he could recite, you know like the Bible basically, but it was Dante's books in fairness. So that's how influential it was for me. And I think for artists today, I think uh, George Lucas's are Dante because really? he brought back the myths. And I mean, those myths were so ingrained, like in say Michelangelo's head that it became, that's where they got the pictures of hell, not from the Bible. There, you know, it doesn't talk about hell. No, right. he got all those visions. So when you see the Sistine Chapel, and you see all those, you know, the the, the last judgment, and all that. They're right out of. They're not really at, right out of the Bible. They're really right out of Dante's Inferno or, or the, the the Divine Comedy. You know, they're yeah. right. The visions of heaven and hell. They come right out of that. So I feel very much like today, artists are very much inspired by Star Wars, whether they know it or not. Just be, even in graffiti, you know, the graphic nature of it, the the the, the I, speed of it, the the, the technology that's, that's necessary. Say- the, you know. I would say that George Lucas and he George Lucas yeah he inspired or he he made he did the movement for like sci-fi like sci-fi movies and stuff like that cuz dude but but it's more of a mythology but than it is a right a sci-fi it's more of a a fantasy okay but it's but it's still got technology. It's still dope. Right. You know what I mean? So it has both. But I think it's more on the mythology side which was Dante was about, right? He was and more about And you know the, how many people thought that movie was going to fail? Well, oh yeah, everybody at the time, right? I, All these producers, everybody was like, "That's not gonna even work. That's not even." Gonna... Dude, I still got that fucking jalapeno shit burning my throat <laughs> right now. <laughs> I've been drinking beer to wash it down. Anyway, there any, so, are there any more? Oh, no, I'm good right now. Those things got something in them, man. They ain't right. <laughs> so, do not eat these jalapenos. Yeah, I mean, unless you want, you know, you're into that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um. Back, yeah, yeah, so, and, um, and by the way, he was also uh, from Modesto, which is where I'm from, out there in that region. Yeah, man. George Lucas? Yeah, you know that? I thought he was from San Francisco. Bro. I mean, no, hey, no, 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 no. Northern Cali. I like to take all the credit. No, Northern Cali, it's a shame that they didn't put that fucking museum that they were going to put here in the city. Yeah. That man, that would have, oh, man, that would have been But isn't awesome. there a museum in the Presidio? It, they, they, it's his business. Okay. It's his office. It's his, uh, Luke, so Lucas no Studios. museum. Yeah, what, no, it's, and it was going to do it in, in Chicago, and that, that fell through, and now it's going to be in Los Angeles. Ah, uh, what? Yeah, that's, like, we need more museums. Uh, whatever, man, it is what it is. But uh, that's, I don't even want to discuss it. I, I'm all into the whole George Lucas Everything about him because of Star Wars, and I yeah. think being going. No, but what do you think? What do you think? Um, when you, he made that movie, American Graffiti, right? Which, if you watch the movie, man, 
the home he's like the guy the man it's really about his life and it's about him leaving modesto literally this movie is about leaving modesto to follow your dreams or 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 your, or your destiny which for him was to was to be a great to be the filmmaker that he yeah. became the great you know follow his destiny basically if he, his dad wanted him to stay they owned some stationary company out in uh, modesto down mm-hmm. to somewhere out there and he was supposed to take over the business and he like rebelled against his father like a rebel you know like his aunt and uncle baru like so think about it george lucas the rebel. luke skywalker george lucas it's the same dude that's him so that movie uh, american graffiti and star wars they're basically the same movie uh, same story it's about you know falling in in american graffiti was about going to college right and don't hate me i've yeah. never seen american graffiti. you don't have to see it but it's a dope you should watch it uh, dude richard cunningham is in there yeah uh, all I mean, people, I remember, all, I remember the characters. I just that. never seen it, and it's in uh, it's the first movie of its kind that was made like that. And anyways, who drove the fastest? There are parallels between the two movies. Who rode the fastest um, uh, race car in uh, Modesto in the movie? If you watch the movie, it's uh, Harrison Ford. He drives yeah. the fastest car in in Modesto, and it's like you know cruising graffiti. It's all like this fifties vibe. And uh, if you watch Star Wars, who's got the fastest ship in the galaxy? Han Solo, baby. That's right. So there's there's parallels between those two films, and there's parallels between his life. Like all artists, great artists, their um, their work is autobiographical in a sense, you know. So he's got his story in there, <clears throat> as um, you know, he's telling his story about what he went through, but he went. Now he's telling it to you again in Star Wars, except he goes instead of being you know going off to become this great. Filmmaker right. in the movie, he goes off to become the Jedi Master, who does what takes down an empire, right? Which is where I grew up, homeboys, Empire California, baby. <laughs> no, anyways, so he goes to take down a, uh, the um, the empire, and that's what George Lucas precisely did by being a maverick filmmaker. Him and Francis Ford Coppola, and you know a bunch of other cats from out here in the Bay, went out there and um, or they they settled in the Bay. They went out and made movies that were anti-establishment. They were anti-corporate. They were anti-the beast or the monster, which is exactly what Luke Skywalker faced, which is exactly what he had to face in his own business, man. Mm-hmm. So there's all these parallels. I mean, that's just all. This is a great artist, bro. That's all I got. And he inspired my life. I didn't stay in Modesto. I would have stayed in Modesto. I probably wouldn't be anything. You know what I mean? Right. I had to get out. And I watched this in his movies, you know, but I kind of parallel. I, I saw the message that was there. That's why those movies are important to me. Right. And I used to play with them, of course, as a little kid. You know what I mean? It was all, you know, who... Did I mean, you understand cool it that way back no, in the day? No, I it? knew it was deep and I knew it was a profound and I knew it was just like, wow, like, you know, it was like a fantasy, right? It's a world that I wanted to be in. Of course. But then you, as I got older, I was like, oh, wow, I was watching the right stuff and I was learning and picking up the right cues um, because... This has really had an effect in my life because I this it made me go off into Modesto, uh, leave Modesto, and and go off and you know like on an adventure, man, basically. Yeah. And I didn't know it was out there. I didn't know nobody. I didn't have no kind of means and ends to. I just chose said yes to life and went on the. Uh, I heard the call to adventure as. Um, uh, Joseph Campbell would say, mm-hmm. and that call is the same call that Luke Skywalker had when you know the you know when he was asked to you know by Kenobi and R two to go, you know go off and he didn't want to go because of his parents and then his or his aunt and uncle Baru <laughs> damn I know too much <laughs> they all got killed right well as same with that he had nothing over there man and nothing was holding me back and I I you know there was a lot of death and there was a lot of negative shit and that you know part of my life at that time so I got the hell out of there man and to me it was less frightening than being at home in a way right. you know? and um, I did this thing man I, I went on a on a on an adventure, man. And I saw a lot of things, man. And I was taken to a lot of places. And so I saw a lot of things. And then I came back different, man. You know, I took this, um, I want to say it's like a hero's journey, but I'm not, I don't want to call myself a hero. But I, I did things that 
say and saw things that other people might have not. But you know, what I mean, if I didn't take that call to adventure and if I, I heeded the message that was in Star Wars, and I became right. the Jedi Master that you see today. When did you learn that message, though? Because you said you didn't you didn't get that message when you were a kid. Because I look when yeah, yeah, I was yeah. watching that when I was a kid, yeah. I was just watching it for the entertainment. I was watching it just to freaking play with but, toys, but, 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 and, that, and fucking. And, not think about, you know, the real story behind it. When did you learn the real story behind Star Wars? Man, I, I just I just took the call to adventure and stuff like that, but I didn't um I didn't I didn't say, Oh, this is what he's saying. That's what, I had already kind of made that dis I don't know, man. To the truth. I knew that I got I knew that there was a message in there, but I can always say that I wanted to do like you, you want to be those characters in the, in these adventure yeah. stories, right? You yeah. want to go on an Everybody adventure. Everybody wanted to be Luke. You want to have fun, right? You want to go through that, but it's dangerous, and not every it's not for you know, not everybody takes the goes for it and that, that bravery. So I might have learned to be brave and to go after what you your dreams and, and to through watching just just through watching them and, and, and kind of emulating your heroes like Batman. What would Batman do in this yeah, situation, yeah. dude? <laughs> or whoever your hero is, right? Just pl- insert hero there. It could be your deal, right? Whatever it is, you know, your your home, you know, it could be anybody. But th- those are the things that gave me the. But it wasn't later on that I didn't learn that. Oh, okay, so this is like this was what the art the artist or this is what George Lucas was going through. Yeah, and he. In a way, you know what I mean? And so he gave me that message, not through his story of his life, but through that movie. You know what I'm saying? Later on when I, you know, you learn about these things and you learn the background about movies and, or whatever that inspires these certain things, then you find out that there's deeper levels. And basically, he, so he kind of transmitted that, his courage through me. You know what I mean? That, but the gene, you don't realize the genius of it until after, like I said, when I reflected back, oh, okay, so he was, oh, wow, there's these parallels now. And that's his job, man. His job is to inspire, man. His job, he says himself, my, I made Star Wars to inspire kids, man. I want pe- I want to inspire the minds, you know, yeah. the people who make, those doctors that make uh, prosthetics or, or, or people who are out trying to figure out ways to fly through space, you know, yeah. the way they, you know, whatever it is. And, or artists trying to illustrate something like that or make something, or just a, a writer. I mean, there's so much creative outlet or so much creative minds coming together right. to make something, a, a great piece of artwork like that, that, you know, that that's inspiring itself. That's inspiring us. Like, I, that inspired me to, like, I, I wanted to work for Star I mean, I don't think, I think everybody wanted to work for Star Wars. It's like, it's like at least people all saying I was, but, you know, that didn't happen. It's probably not going to happen because that happened when it happened. It is what it is. That's that time, that place. But look where it shot me off. It shot me off to do all these other cool things. Yeah, you know, I'm not having laser sword fights in my paintings, but I'm still inspired and in, in, by a lot of the, just going after those dreams, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those those visionary kind of dreams, you know? Man, that's awesome. Yeah, so anyways, George Lucas, shout out. That was, that was deep. Uh, it gets deeper, baby. I keep telling you, man, it gets deeper. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so I got to, I, I tell you, when the, actually there was a cool story. Um, so I was supposed to go hang out with my friend and uh, his family. Um, he got an Airbnb. He paid for it all. So that's part of why. I, it was like a retreat, man. I had to ask my wife, you know, I had to, you know, I had to make time. And I wanted to make it just to go out there and draw and paint because I got this mural coming up that I'm going to be painting in downtown San Jose. Uh, it's right behind the cathedral and the baptistry, I think. In, oh, wow. uh, and then right next to the uh, San Jose Museum of Modern Art. And it's this building that's been there since like 1911. And that's on the side of... A restaurant. It's called Mescal. They have wonderful gourmet food. Uh, shout out to Adolfo um, and his um, his vision and how, what he's done to this building. It's beautiful on the inside and out. But there's this wall that can use a nice Francisco Franco mural on the side of it. So it's a Oaxacan theme. I've uh-huh. been to Oaxaca. I went there a couple of years ago. I've been soaking up the vibe as much as I can. I had this opportunity, so I just went over there to get inspired, man. That's and, super cool. Uh, 
his family though came. Something got something happened with the timing. It all worked out because I got to visit uh, with his kids and his wife, and, we, and it, was, it was a great time. But uh, he went. He did the tourist thing, and I kind of had to be by myself. So I just went hiking, man. And it was raining, dude. Like I didn't know that it and, rains. Yeah, it rains in the summer, dude. Dude, it but rains. it's hot. It's hot. Yeah. It's hot, and you just feel the. the it rains like humid. It, it rains like New York. Yeah. And I it live rains in New York, hard, dude. Where it feels like the rain is is hitting you from the you're getting hit from rain from the top and from the bottom. Yeah, it's like, it's like bouncing a bucket off of water. Gobs, dude. gobs. Yeah, we're from California. I mean, I'm from Cali, man. Over here, when it rains, it's like we hardly it's, it's get beautiful, rain. man. Right? I mean, it, when, when it rains, rains, it's beautiful. It's, it's like we hardly it's like, get it. Yeah, but but it also it's like nice. The drops are clean. And, yeah, you know what I mean. And it's <laughs> and it's refreshing. And you smell the dirt getting wet. You, you know what I mean. You smell the cement. It's it's the wet nice. cement. Yeah, I like it. It's sprinkles, man, out here <laughs> yeah, compared to that. And man, God, good lord, man, I was it was just like garbage. So I I had a plan to look for this. I, I like to go and look at. Uh, I, I I hike and look for museum, oh. little gems or murals that are hidden in every town that I go to. See, that's I make it my intent. It's my fun. It's my hobby, I guess, right. to go find some gem of an artwork, sculptural, painterly, architecturally, whatever it is. So. Visually, mostly. So I was going, and then this rain just popped, popped, started out of anywhere. And I had an umbrella, man. This umbrella had no chance against this rain. <laughs> no joke. And uh, I, it forced me to run. It was raining so hard that I ran down into the Templo Mayor, which is a, a, the, uh, the temple, the main temple, yeah. which I wasn't really planning to see because I'd seen it before, you know. And it's, it's underground. And there's this bat creature thingy that... Um, God thing in there that's like a Batman speaking of Batman um, and I was like man that would be a cool thing to draw anyway so I got pulled into this tunnel or this because it was covering right it was a shelter but it kind of goes underground a little bit because the, the temple is literally underground where they used to sacrifice is the it people. like tombs it's no they're just it's just no like rooms it's just underground you know what yeah. I mean kind of because you're it is underground the temple's underground right because it's sunk and, okay. the, and the cathedral on top is sinking too. So they keep having to jack it up. Oh, shit. Do retrofitting all the time. But it's, so it's crazy, right? So I'm in this. It's pouring thunder, bro. Like I haven't heard since. Like thunder from the gods, bro. Just boom, you know? Yeah. And, That's uh, summertime so in Mexico. I, I go, well, yeah. So I'm like, well, I'm going to. You got to walk through the uh, through these uh, through a path through the through the temple on the outside of it before you can go inside it again. Right. And I and I was just getting stir crazy. I wanted to draw. I was wasting time. And I just went for it. And it was pouring, man. And I and I, I wait for it to. It was still pouring, but it wasn't pouring as hard. Went through the whole thing, walked around, got all wet. My shoes got all soaked. And then um, went down in there and just started drawing stuff, man. And I started drawing this little face. that had these little fangs. And it was blue with this little red. Um, um, anyways, what I found out later, I was drawing this thing, and I'm listening to the thunder, and I'm inside of an Aztec temple, basically, right? Wow. And and you can hear the thunder just boom, and the rain is just pouring. And I'm just sitting there for a couple hours, like about two, three hours I spent over there just By sketching. Itself. Yeah, man, and... And nobody was worried about you. No, man. There were people were sitting there really watching, you know, and kids come. And I, I try not to make a scene, man. I kind of want to, like, like, I'm not trying to get attention. I'm just trying to sketch and be left alone. But it does, people get interested. And so, you know, the, there was hardly anybody there. Right. It's dark and dim in there. You got these ancient sculptures of these gods just staring back at you. You got the lightning. And I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is deep, man. This is like profound stuff. But, it the, wasn't. It's like meditation. It was, but it, and I am. You're literally meditating when you're drawing in that yeah. state when you get in that zone. And I was there for a while, and when I left, I showed my friend. They had asked. I showed them the sketch of what I'd done. And my friend from Mexico City, shout out to Will Orozco. He stopped by and uh, said, "What's up?" We kicked it again, uh, the homie, <laughs> and a dope ass artist from Mexico City. He went and um, he went. And he goes, "Hey, you know who that is?" And I go, "No, who is it?" He goes, "That's uh, fuck, I'm not even going to remember Tanok." 
Um, anyways, he is the Aztec uh, rain god. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so you were drawing him while it was raining. Or not him, but so the spiritual being. His name of is. Him. It's spelled T L A L O C. Tlaloc. Tlaloc. No, no, that's that's a Greek god. Tlaloc. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds. It sounds uh, right. It sounds Mexican. That was a Greek one. Hold on, give me a second. Uh, there he is. This is the thing I painted. Mexican rain god. Uh, yeah, that's his name. Tlaloc. Tlaloc. A ver. T L A L O C. I mean, I didn't mean so to say I was, I better, I didn't, see. So I was sitting there sketching a rain god, man. Oh, it's, in my, it's in my IG and stuff. So I, you saw that right on my yeah, IG? Yeah, 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 yeah. So this I was is, drawing that dude. I've seen this before. Yeah, it was just famous, right? But I didn't know what it represented. But here I am getting chased by the rain into the temple to draw. Of the and, rain god. To draw a rain god as it's pouring and it's, and you're feeling the power of the god. When you hear that thunder, man, it makes you. When you hear it like over there or, or any place where there's. We don't get a lot of thunder like that out here. No, we don't. You, if you can imagine yourself being a prehistoric or you know a, 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 a you know pre-science right. person, right? And hearing that, and you're gonna go, "Damn, who? Someone's pissed off, <laughs> right?" And they they're getting they're dumping water, and they're you know what I mean they're whoever this is. Man. So it was I, it was profound, man. It was real uh, human experience, and to have it happen inside like that, and 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 in to experience all that, I don't know what it meant. But it, it was pretty profound for me. So that 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 touched me, man. I'm inspired to do some kind of work based it off of that. It was meant for you to draw. Yeah, and it, just the kind of coincidences, man. You, maybe you don't know subconsciously. Maybe you do. Maybe you, But, you know, that, that, that's another... I like to live my life like that, man, where I let things, experiences happen to me, man. Like, I, I, I kind of go with the... let When you when you, when you you get the chance, when you when you get to get away and you're not with your family, where you can just let... And, you know, the weather... and the Basically, the weather, uh, you know, a lot has to do with the weather. Um basically chased me down in there and, and got me, put me in the zone. It's not something that I would have thought of or, or, or hey, I'm going to try to experience this or I'm going to try to lock into uh, what this God is. or You know what I mean? Just It, yeah. it just happened, man. And I had this profound, very human, I want to say. Um, That's a beautiful thing, man. Experience. And I could have just been tripping, but hey, it was fun. Were you doing any kind of drugs? It's in Mexico, man. They don't do drugs in Mexico. <laughs> no, because he said, I don't know if I was tripping. You know, I mean, I could be making all this up in my mind. You know, also, I mean, I'm, I'm saying the, the how I, how, how you pictured it, how I pictured it, uh-huh. and the meaning it has. But as it was happening, the meaning wasn't there. It happened after I would look back at it, and especially after he told me the name of it, that it was a rain god. Yeah, I was like, damn, I was on that rain tip or something. Yeah, dude, <laughs> which I believe tight. in, man, and I think that's part of being a. a that's the universe trying to tell you something. Exactly, exactly. So, so let's just say I am making this. I'm not making it, but I'm saying, let's say I am. Um, I'm just looking for meaning where there is none or trying to find I mean why not go for that man what is it you know what I mean and, no, and the fact that my brain is taking me there it might not be the universe it could just be my mind let it take you man look there's meaning in everything if okay you, or there, yeah okay there's meaning in everything and it's only it's it's up to you to see it or want to see it but right. there is meaning in everything and so right. this was this thing happened for you to draw this God I needed to feel it the took rain. You, it took you into this, into the catacombs. Oh, you said it wasn't the catacombs, but underneath the the, the tomb. It's not a tomb. Hey, dude, then it'd be a catacomb. You know what this reminds me of? What's that? That, you know, sometimes you just got to blame it on the rain because the rain don't care. Blame it on the you rain. You got to blame it on something. Because right. the rain don't care. <laughs> I was thinking the Millie Vanilli one. <laughs> that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Let's, just, let's, let's bump chest real quick. <laughs> I'm going to get my dreads out of it. <laughs> I'm going to go get my dreads. <laughs> were those fake too? Man, you know, it's not. I, I think the looks were 
Legit. I the saw looks were real, but because yeah. they had the dreads and then they had the recordings. I don't know yeah. if it was all real or all fake. I watched well, this documentary. Except for the recording. I watched this documentary on the dude. He's, you know, one of them died. No, he killed himself. Suicide. Yeah, yeah he couldn't he, handle being fake. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, you got two choices. It, he took it, to, took it to the heart. No, but I think he was trying to sing or I think his partner's singing right now, right? In real life. Well, not in real life, but like not faking the funk. But does anyone care? No. So I guess it's. Damn. Blame it on the rain, dog. Blame it on the rain. The rain don't care. That's true. We should. Anyways, I'm Nilly. <laughs> I'm Vanilly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think that's when they people started to get that they were fake. Is when uh, when it was the when, name was no. Was when they finally to... spoke, because oh, they spoke hello like you know you've got to bl-, and then they're all like we Hi. are from here and <laughs> hello. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm doing terrible pressure, but you know what I'm saying. They're like what? <laughs> Hello, we That's are Millie Vanilli. <laughs> they didn't even speak English, though. I know. They were like, they're, they're hello. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know, somebody was like, shut, shut up. <laughs> we're not paying you for this shit. <laughs> we're not making no kind of money with your voice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're just a face. Yeah. That's funny. Millie Vanilli. They had a few hits, too, like two or three. Dude, I used to love their music. I had their tape. Everybody did, dude. They were the they were the shit. I didn't have the their poster, but my cousin did. Guy or girl? It was a girl. Okay, that's okay. It was a girl. No, she is a girl. Did you ever have a Michael Jackson poster in your room? Of course. Me neither. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I did. No. Oh, you mean me? I thought you meant her. I meant you. I did have a Michael. I I, I, I had. It's okay. I had. I had the jacket. Yeah, cool, man. I had the glove. Yeah. I had. I used to dance like him. You think you think JJ could dance there? You should have saw me when oh, I was geez. dancing. I, got, I was a the shit. I found pictures of me, literally with the. Remember, right after the Billy Jean thing on Motown. Yeah, I have pictures of me imitating him, trying to stand on my toes. That's what's up. I, I found him the other day. Really? Yeah, dude, that's. Tight. I found him when Michael Jackson died. That should be. You know what? That should be. That should be the uh, the cover page for this podcast. What's that? MJ? That picture. No, the picture him. of yourself. I mean, it might not look like I'm doing it. <laughs> it was a Polaroid, but I got three different poses, man. That's what's up. I think so, I'm doing the hair thing when he pulls his hair back. Hey, you remember when it was back in the day when it was like Michael Jackson versus uh, Prince? I, I never really got caught up in all that. You didn't? I never heard I about was, it. I was always I heard about team it later. Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. To me, MJ was a man. Dude. Is. I mean, Prince. But Prince is dope, though. Prince didn't have no controversy or nothing like that. If Michael Jackson didn't have all that stupid things attached, whether it's true or not, it just it's already tainted. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what sucks. But you know, I guess that's what happens when you go down as the greatest of all time. That's true. People somebody's like gotta you know, when they can't go after your um I've seen this with other artists, and I'm not saying this is why or make not making excuses for the dude. But they say that once you when you can't touch the art, you go after the character. Really? Yeah, there's books like on Salvador Dali now. Like, mm-hmm. There's so many books on him, but now they're all like, oh, the scandalous life of Dali, oh, or, yeah, or, or the shameful life. Of, and I've read pretty much everything out there about him because I'm a big uh, Dali fan. A lot of people are. Dali is dope. Yeah. Dali is not crazy. <laughs> Anyways, um, my most erotic and subatomic fantasies. Yeah, that's my Dali. <laughs> Anyways. Um, that's good. Salvador Butterflies buzzing around the teats. The teats. <laughs> Dali. Anyways. Um, yeah, anyways. Um, like, like they go after the character, man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because they can't, they can't touch the art. So, you know, I think they just keep things separate anyways, man. Yeah. I agree, man. I agree. Whatever. Yeah, for real. 
So we have a couple people coming in. Uh, I believe we have. Oh, yes. We still are looking for um, uh, Professor um, yes. David Ocampo. David Ocampo. And now I'm really looking forward to that one. Chicano too. Studies. We're going to actually take a day uh, trip to San Jose. Yeah. With the crew, with the Mexico and the Benny one. Yeah. And that should be fun because, uh, you know, maybe we could talk about Latinx. Yeah, he's probably the guy to, uh, to do that with. So he's a professor. He teaches at San Jose Stat, uh, State Chicano Studies. He also teaches like a muralism class. I think he did as far as like the history of. Yeah. Um, but he um, he also owns Milagro Marketing uh, and he started the uh, Dia Los Muertos, Dia San Jose. That's cool. Which is on, um, he's been doing it for a while. Um, we're going to talk. It's going to be, it's going to be a good one. And we'll try out some good tequila with him too. Oh, for sure. For sure. And you know what? And speaking of Latinx, I noticed, uh, the other day that I saw something called Mexican X. What? Yeah. Oh, well. Now, now these, all these X's are coming up, yeah. which, you know, we'll talk about on the show. Cause uh, yeah, we'll discuss you know, there's different opinions about, yeah. And different, different feelings and thoughts on these things. So about, we should, we should talk about that in the next show. Definitely. Um, when, when also, we talk to David Ocampo, we're going to have lunch and then we're going to reconvene at the new Chachos at yes, Midtown where we're going to interview George Sanchez, owner and entrepreneur. Yeah. So we got that. And then we got, um, uh, Rolando Bonilla. He's a, uh, uh Rolando, Rolando, Bonilla. Rolando Bonilla. He's going to be on the show. He is a, a supervisor up in San Jose. Right, I think I know him. Yeah, so we have him, and then we have DJ Londo. He's a real, he's a big time DJ. DJ's in Vegas. He's DJ here in the city. DJ's in LA. DJ's everywhere. The guys, we we came up together um, back in the day, and I was DJing. Uh, so with him, uh, yeah, and we're also gonna have Rusty Olson from Rusty Southern. He's gonna be coming in. Uh, in a couple of weeks, and we're also gonna have Abraham. I think we're gonna have him next week, right? We got to check on Mahiko and, and uh, Benny. So some of the guests that we're gonna be having next week are um, we, we're, we're hoping to lock in um, next Wednesday, maybe Abraham. Yeah, he's a super like dope ass tattoo artist. Yeah, uh, Abraham owns a uh, recently opened, pretty new, fairly new. Um, Tattoo parlor, I guess mm-hmm. that's what they called parlors. Like a, I think so. Yeah. They, anyways, they um, it's yeah. called a black suit parlor. tattoo. They're in downtown. I want to say they're on Second Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, downtown. Uh, so he does. Uh, he does these dope tattoos, man. He's got this uh, sort of cholo esque style. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it gangster. I wouldn't call it prison. I mean, there's you know because they're t- you know there's it's images, like Chicano t- art. just Chicano, but he's got his own. Flave on it, man. That's right. And uh, he's got, you know, he's San Jose, born and bred, you know, and he's uh, he's into his um, his uh, classic cars, his low riders and shit. So, and he's just uh, he's just one of them San Jose staples, man. That we definitely have to. All right, let's do it. And he, well, and he, said, he says he has a lot to say. That's cool. Hopefully, he's gonna. Uh, that means a lot of controversy. Talk some shit. Stir up these artists. <laughs> see what's really up. Or, I'm down with that. Or um, you know whatever. Uh, or you know just see how it goes. All right, cool. Uh, and then that. so again, Rolando Bonilla, uh, DJ Lando, David Ocampo, David Ocampo, Professor David Ocampo. Um, yeah. Also, uh, entrepreneur George George Sanchez. Yep. And then we have, yeah, we have, we have a long list. With chachos. Yeah. So no, we have a long list of people coming. It's just all about us coordinating and uh, getting all the uh, right heads here together. Yeah. Taking all the equipment or find a way to get, get all this equipment mobile. Cause this, it's expensive stuff, man. Yeah. And, um, 
we gotta take care of it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all good, man. We we we've been we've been getting a, a fair use out of it. That's for sure. Yeah, it is for sure. And we got ten shows out of it. Ten shows. Hey, number ten. Number number the S. Hopefully, yes. we'll be here for number one thousand. I'm hoping one thousand. Let's do what, it. We'll reach that. That's what? a thousand weeks. That's like three three years. Thousand weeks is three years. Well, there's Better 12, about it. How many? What's four times? Um, twenty eight. Twelve is twenty eight. Yeah. Times. Um, Damn, that's more than years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Anyways, a thousand shows, man. Be here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. I'm fucking down with that shit. Hey, man, that'd be cool if we do. I mean, we, we, we're going to do it. Yeah, let's do it. That's the goal, man. A thousand shows. And then what, retire? Oh, we're going to retire at a thousand? I'm just saying. I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah, I guess we can. Nah. We'll hand it down to our kids. <laughs> right. She's Lex. Right. Lex, 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 B. Lex Sophia. B. Sophia. Yeah. There we go. Let's, yeah, Lex B. Sophia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're already thinking about future shows. Yeah. That's no, cool. But, no, but we do plan on, I mean, like I said, we're going to get a lot of folks on here. It's going to yeah, be fun. It we is going to be fun. And I'm loving it, man. Yeah. And I love being here and I love doing the show and, yeah, and, and, and talking get- to you and, and, Expanding my freaking horizons, yeah, and and my mind, really. Those are horizons. It's, just, it's true. You're right. That's what you see over the horizon. The horizons in your mind. Did you know that the horizon always is at your eye line? If you go on top of the mountain, the horizon's straight ahead of you. If you go to the bottom of the beach, and it's always straight ahead. Because it goes to your level, right? Yeah, your eye level puts it right in front of you. So just think about that. You know what that means? That the horizon is always where it's at. The horizon is always where it's Yeah, hey, dude. Like I said, you're expanding my horizon. There it is, bro. Boom! Boom. Just, just blew me Rock away. Rock the house, y'all. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, it was a pleasure being here today. I want to thank everybody for listening. Again, follow us on all social platforms. We're L-E-X-B-E. F-R-A-N-K on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we are on SoundCloud now. We are now on uh, iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on all platforms. All the outlets, baby. All so get outlets. plugged in. And listening. And tuned cool. in. That's right. All right, baby. Well, hey, man. It's good, and I'll uh, talk to you next week, huh? Peace. All right, baby, later. Uh.